Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have in-depth conversations about sex and sexuality with me. Today, I'm so excited because this is not only a person that I hold very near and dear to my heart, um, but they've been on the Bedpost stage show when we were doing that, and oh my god, we've got a top based episode for you usually you know <laughs> I'm sure we will do this but usually you know we just kind of meander and stumble upon conversation points and topics today we're here for a reason <laughs> <laughs> and, and there will be laughter that's guaranteed oh, yes get ready to just have <laughs> this audio peak just like lots I'll do my best in post, but you all know I have a laugh, la- loud laugh, and as you can hear, so does Danette. So without further ado, please welcome to the mic, self-marriage mentor, Danette Relic. Hello! Hello. It's so nice to be a, a fun and sexy guest. Right? And that you are. <laughs> the last podcast I was on, I was interviewed, and I was uh, introduced as Shameless. And Ooh, okay. came as a surprise in the moment, but I really liked it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's great. I, I will mean, take that title. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Shameless, fun, sexy. I'm just, my business cards are getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah, <just> like... <laughs> what does she actually do? Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> We don't know. We know she does something with self-marriage. That's what we just heard. Other than that, you're a Jill of all trades. Well, thank you so much for having me here. Oh, my God. My absolute pleasure. Mm. I'm so excited because um, I listen to your podcast on the reg. Thank you. Let's just throw that out there right now. Soft shoulder <laughs> podcast. Get into it, everybody. Danette, your your tones, like when you get into that grounded, like those dulcet tones, that way of speaking, oh, lull me into more self-love. Like, oh. you're giving me everything I need. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's my, my aim. Like when I, I always love when I first got into podcasts, I was really attracted to the s- solo podcasters, mm. just like feeling like I'm just, you know, I'm just listening, just me and this person. And I'm just listening to this voice. I'm just getting the pep talk I want or the validation I want or the information I want. And it just, it was so nice. So I'm, it's so nice to hear that that was totally the aim. Yeah, like it feels really intimate. It really does. Mm. And and I think you, well, you obviously do that very intentionally. You talk directly to the listener. Like yeah, you talk I mean, in yeah. second person. You're like, you blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it really feels like you're talking to me. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and I, I, I'm talking to you and I'm a lot of times talking to myself, mm-hmm. you know, like. That's the thing, right? Just like yeah. 
what's coming up for me? I know like so many of us who teach anything, it's like we teach what we need to learn. We're inspired by what we need reminding of, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's, it, I feel so much better after recording an episode. And so sometimes it is just what I need. And sometimes it's stuff that has come up for clients or just things that, have, you know, I'm hearing around. And um, mm -hmm. I just feel like it's really effective. You know, like I read somewhere that um, I was really interested in hypnosis and guided audio. And oh, you'd be all good different... at hypnosis. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm kind of like just not really into all the tech, like the study to get certified. Yeah, But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, do I need to? Like if I call something else, <laughs> can I just do this? Make yeah. up another title like self-marriage mentor. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, this is, you know. And just do whatever because... you want with it. <laughs> Yeah, because really, like, it's just, yeah, like, we're doing it all the time, whether we're being intentional or not, right, with our thoughts and whatever we're repeating, mm -hmm. we're repeating messages. But I remember hearing this great story about um, this guy who was studying it in terms of like medical outcomes. Mm -hmm. So it was like, if, you, if, if there was patients who had guided imagery, guided meditations before going into surgery, and how that affected their recovery time based on the suggestions that were planted. And they had to do this with a measurement because um, <laughs> purely for money, because no one gives a shit about like the well-being mentally of the people. It was like, yeah, can yeah. we get hospital beds faster? Um, and they did like there was some kind of abdominal surgery and it was just a basic thing where it was like, you're going to feel some gurgling and you're going to, you know, you'll be noticing that you're healing faster. And the people who had those recovered like at twice the rate or something Whoa, of the other people which wild. then meant dollar signs yeah for the hospital but also just it was just how powerful it was and one of the things i remembered was that like the quality of voice and if, if you can actually have your own voice that will get the message in kind of like homeopathy or something mm. I, I don't really understand with my metaphor right now <laughs> but like it's like your body recognizes, oh, this belongs here, this voice. Oh, this is the Aaron voice. I'm the Aaron body. Okay, welcome. Like, and the messages will get in faster than if you're listening to, like, I don't know. Someone like, else. Someone else. Some other guided person thing. You got on a, yeah, right? So it's still effective, but it's more effective if you do it for yourself. So I actually practiced podcasting by just recording a lot of audio to me. And like I recording what that. I wanted to hear, affirmations, encouragement, pep talks for years. Because um, I, I wouldn't have been comfortable, actually. I'm really comfortable speaking now, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was very mic shy and would like would never have just jumped onto a podcast. So um, it, I prepared a lot to do it. Yeah, I've never heard of preparing um, in that way. That's kind of brilliant because it's kind of like a little audio journal for yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, yeah, um, and, and you can go back just like in a journal, you can go back and listen to the ones that, you know, were particularly <laughs> meaningful or what have you. And yeah. like, why not? If you're kind of versed in um, just that kind of self-knowledge of the things that motivate you and the things you need reassurance about, you know, if you've done mm. some self-work as far as that goes, then who better to yeah. like record a little audio pep talk or guided meditation than you, <laughs> you know, exactly. to, to you. Yeah. Like, you know, you might like, maybe there's a passage or affirmation, like if you're, you know, one of those people collecting um, memes, uh, you know, self-love memes on Pinterest or something and you've mm -hmm. got them there, but you could even just take those and read them 
into yeah. your iPhone, right? If you, if the words are resonating and you're, you know, you don't fancy yourself a poet, but you want, you're like, oh, I just, I love this poem. I want to read, put it in your own voice and just let it, you don't even have to pay attention. I feel like it just goes into the subconscious. Your body just absorbs it. Whether that's true or not, the more I believed that was true, the more effective it was. It's power positive thinking honestly like there is a huge connection like you talking about this kind of medical study that was happening there's a massive connection between you know mental health and your physical health yeah like that's not that's irrefutable absolutely yeah and the uh the you know you're you're bang on about like being like, oh, it's like a like an audio journal. Mm. This was another I know a lot of people who like wish they could journal or they feel like they should or they're like they have a blank one and they yeah, have two pages yeah. and then, you know, um, it. some people writing is the way that they can connect. And for some people, for some of us, it just isn't. I, yeah, I'm yeah. lucky I, you know, but actually when I had my brain injury, I couldn't do that as much. And so the audio was my way of like, it's no different. It's just another like accessible tool, right? Mm-hmm. Like. It doesn't always have to happen one way. I, I I realized I wasn't for a long time. I wasn't calling audiobooks like books, or I wasn't saying I was reading. I would always have this disclaimer, like it doesn't count, yeah. because that was a ableist belief I had. And then I'm like, well, I'm not able to read the way I used to read, and this is how I'm reading now. <laughs> so you can journal also just with speaking into your phone. Uh, I love that. I love that. It's so true. Um, and, and it's so funny. A lot of this is re- resonating for me right now because um, I was, I'm working on editing this like kind of clip show for the 300th episode. I was telling you pre uh, recording. Yeah. And um, I just listened to um, anytime I listen to Andrew Gerza talk, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's a sex and disability speaker and advocate um, and content creator and um, sex worker as well. Um, And that's so true. What you said about just like that internal internalized ableism, you know, Mm -hmm. surrounding like one medium over the other. Uh, I also deal with that with like, you know, I, I teach like workshops surrounding kink and stuff like this and surrounding like, you know, I've taught stuff on like dirty talk, for instance, or like mm-hmm. sexting or like, you know, doing <laughs> online forms of sex work. And it's like there are lots of different ways to do it. And some people, like you said, really connect with writing, with typing, with mm-hmm. like, you know, that written word. And some people need to do it via audio. It's like, okay, well, create a voice note for yourself or for your partner rather than, you know, have them text you or sext you, you know, if they enjoy that medium. And then you can be sending voice notes back if that's the way that you, you know, express yourself better in doing that. Like just all these cool little workarounds. um, I really, I really appreciate you saying that. Thanks. Yeah, it's... There's no shame in making things easier. No, my even. God. Like no. you don't have to be, you know, like you don't have to have like a, a good reason to change the way it's happening. It's like, is it easier for you? Then why not? Yeah. So just to, um, just so people aren't, um, I don't know, wondering maybe with you pa- in passing mentioning that you had a brain injury. Did you want to <laughs> just tell us just what, what that's about? What happened there? Yeah. As much as yeah, you want to, um, of course. Yeah, and reel me in because the story can go on forever. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, just to give people some context, 
So if you picture like a cartoon, the the classic, like someone's walking on a sidewalk and they slip on a banana peel and they fall on their back, like just that was the exact kind of body motion. What it was, there was no banana. It was uh, black ice and it was a sidewalk just with a bit of a slant where a driveway was. It was Valentine's Day, 2018. And uh, I hit the back of my head on the pavement and um, I learned a lot <laughs> in the last three years about um, how little we know about concussions. Um, this I always heard the phrase like, um, just a concussion, like this Ugh, is some minor please. thing. For a lot of people it is. It, it, it's, it's like a six to eight week window or there's some, you know, but for a small percent, smaller percentage, but quite a lot of people, um, it could, you know, the symptoms can keep going and it's, it's just, it's been so confusing because like just getting no real help from the medical community, <laughs> the, like my doctor, the emergency room, there's just a lot of like, well, figure it out. And luckily there's a, a great community and more and more information being um, available now, mostly from people who are surviving and recovering from the same injury and just had, you know, like almost everything, right? They had to find their way and now they're teaching and helping other people. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it was a real, I'm, 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 you know, I, I would say I'm still in recovery. I've also um, have really adapted my life um, around the limits that I have in terms of energy. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's been very humbling and uh, definitely challenged the vow, uh, <laughs> the self-marriage vow of in sickness and in health. Oh, because, what a great you segue. Know, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. You're a podcaster. I, I, mm. <laughs> Do you I want to just take over? Like, <laughs> You're really so good at it. <laughs> I'm just sitting here in awe of you. It's fine. It's fine. Accept it. Yeah, thank you. Oh. But you know, don't you, don't you agree that that vow is like, people don't really, they gloss over that one. Mm, yes. Yeah. Like, what are we really saying? It's like, you know, when you're up there and it's like in sickness and in health, like, do we really like, what are the circumstances with which we're talking about? Like, mm-hmm. We're talking about mental health. Are we talking about physical health? Like everything. Like I, I don't think people really discuss it. You know. No, I agree. When when you think of those vows, I think we talk. We think we're like we'll be married until one of us dies. That's what that. Yeah. How we interpret that part of it. We don't yeah. think of things like mental health up and downs. You know, mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that sort of side of it, like. I think that's a very kind of that can be can be delivered like this very robotic part of a marriage vow, (laughs) you know, that just means like we're going to be together forever, no matter what. It's yeah, yeah, we don't really look into all of these things, all these complicated things that can happen and how we can be supportive and be there and all of that. So, yes. So Mm self-marriage. So Mm -hmm. you're saying this challenged that vow for you with your self-marriage can you explain that a little bit more sure yeah and I'm still you know I mean like like any all marriages that are like you know have a growth mindset or are always looking to deepen love you know there's there's always more to learn here Mm -hmm. um I think my initial the vows that I was more focused on initially was really about loving myself in the context of other relationships 
like not abandoning myself for other people or looking for love outside of myself mm-hmm. that, you know, in all kinds of relationships. And then, so, you know, I've been married actually to myself for 20 years. So I just celebrated in June, my wow. 20th anniversary. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and the sickness health one, I just, I was fortunate to not really have to pay too much attention. So the challenges of that was, you know, um, because with a, with a brain injury and with a lot of, I think, the, what, what people would say are invisible injuries, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of, I mean, with a lot of things, but there's a like a real identity loss of like, if you, you know, I'm a writer, mm-hmm. I'm really social, I go to concerts, I do fun things, I jump around in crowds of people. If you can't do any of those things, <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, like I can't socialize with more than two people that I feel safe with. I can't go anywhere where there's noise like it really limits all of these things that you might associate with your personality or what makes you attractive and lovable and And so it's like yeah and happy yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like when those aren't there it's like the you know am I willing to show up how am I willing to show up to take care of myself and and also be open to discovering who this person is without those things because obviously I'm still someone. (laughs) It's like, okay, who am I without these talents? Or who am I without this, this part of my life? You know, they're obviously deep questions. But it's like, there's a, you know, I don't want to sugarcoat it, because it's excruciating. And anyone going through any kind of transition that brings up a lot of this, it's hard, you know, but there's, and in that there's also this new, new person to fall in love with. Like, who is this person under all of that? I love that you see it like that. That's so Danette. That's the most Danette thing you've ever said. <laughs> but, you know, and that's the discipline, though. I mean, I, I could not think that, but I prefer to have these thoughts and I prefer to have this, this like, I use marriage as, like, this metaphor so that I keep looking at myself that way just because, well, it's fun. And also, it's, like, without it, like, I don't know, is it's not any better. You know? <laughs> like, so what do I do? Like, just go, oh, well, that lovable Danette is gone. I'm not as fun anymore. Okay. And then what? Like, I just, I'm yeah. not willing to stick with that. I want to like, yeah, I want to find the good things. I want to see what more there is to love. I love, I love just exploring deeper and deeper into any, any relationship and seeing where it can go next, like, including like evolving into other forms. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I have to share, um, before we put on the recording, I was telling you about this clip of episode that I was like, I don't know what the final product's going to be like, if it's going to be listenable, if it's going to be how I intended it, you know, to be for this 300th episode, you know, I'm trying to do something special. And I'm like, this might be just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to turn out like. But you, of course, were like, but isn't that kind of secondary in that this is your podcast and this is like what a cool way to celebrate and going back and actually listening through some of these old episodes and finding these clips like for you for your self celebration about this that seems like perfect and that I mean like I should talk to you more often (laughs) (laughs) to tell me stuff like that you know what I mean (laughs) Because that is so your mentality to be like, well, this is something you're doing for yourself. And how lovely is that? Yeah. And like, doesn't it make a difference, though? Yeah, it certainly does. 
Yeah. I find one of, um, you know, I don't know, like in the coachy world, there's that term like, you know, gremlin or inner saboteur or whatever, mm-hmm. inner hater, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and so I have one that I, it was hard to find because when you start doing this work, you find them and then it's like, oh, okay, great. I got that. I know what my gremlin's like. Cool, cool. And then you like think you're in control, but they have to just shape shift. They get as smart as you get smart. <laughs> they have to like, because they're, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I had this one that I could not figure out for the longest time. And now I've like named it the Etch-A-Sketch because mm. it will just like, it's this very subtle thing. It's not like, oh, I'm beating myself up and it comes and tells me I'm worthless. And it's like, that's kind of like more in your more overt <laughs> self-hatred, right? Mm-hmm. But mine is like just a little, and I forget everything good I've ever done. I forget all the progress I've made. It's like, I've never, like I'm starting at zero and it's yeah. never true, but it really just has me constantly, like when it's, when it's active, it feels like I'm like, I just forget my power completely. I forget my talents. I forget my celebrations. So how I combat that is every week, I actually have a, a friend, we've been doing this for maybe even four years, but every Monday, now she does not do this. We call every Monday and I submit a, a form every week, but she doesn't want to, so she doesn't. So I just do it. And it's, <laughs> so you don't have to, like, both people don't have to be on board for this, right? So um, I send her, like, what I'm proud of, what I accomplished. I added a um, gratitude and magic section just to, like, add that up. And then what I'm going to do next week. And really just, just I forget, like, Oh my God, last week I did so much stuff. Like, but I would forget completely if I wasn't writing it down. Yes. It's so, because it's so easy because that, you know, inner voice can, is a liar, you know? Oh yeah. Can deceive the hell out of you. Absolutely. Um, So I love that you're creating that concrete evidence. That's one thing I say about, um, why I enjoy texting in a relationship and sexting and all of that, like this written form is for that very reason that then you Mm. have physical evidence when you are in doubt, when you are doubting, you know, how much the person (laughs) cares about you or how hot they think you are, et cetera, et cetera, how much you mean to them. You can literally scroll back and read like affirmations, you know, Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So you can, you can do your homework, (laughs) you know, check, (laughs) check the assignment, check the receipts. Right. Yeah. And just like relive it on your own. It's like, thanks. I got this script for my alone time. That's great. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I've, I've done that exact thing. So yeah. Say you're sexting someone live. Don't forget in next week, you can go back and read that conversation (laughs) and like have this, you know, it's like watching porn, watching a porn clip. Absolutely. And, and do it again. <laughs> Just keep a little folder of your favorites and be like, thanks. Bookmark it, baby. <laughs> I love that, though, what you're saying. Like, this reminds me of, like, um, I I think I used to do this when I was young, when I had, like, you know, maybe with my parents or whatever. It would be, like, that question at the end of the day. Say there, it's, like, part of the tuck-in tucking in ritual you know um and they're like what was your what was your best your favorite thing that happened today and what was your least favorite thing that happened today you know just to kind of give you perspective on on the day you know 
And, so sweet. Yeah, and and to know that you know good things can happen in a day and bad things can happen in a day, and that's yeah. okay. And you know, um, just to yeah, I think the word perspective is is how I feel about that. Being able to just kind of step back and see the whole day for what it was and accept yeah. that you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I love the balance too. There that it's not just you know. It's your favorite thing. Yeah, it's like, mm. okay, make sure you had a good thing to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. But like, there's good and bad because we, it's, it's like the good and bad is just like a, you know, whatever we decide. But we're always fantasizing and imagining. It's just that I feel like most of the time we're imagining things we don't really want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're worrying, which is just fantasizing about things we don't want to have happen. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, if you can fantasize a little, I mean, and that's, if you want to do that, go for it. But I just I'm, <laughs> I'm just kind of convinced that most people would prefer to how they feel when they're imagining something exciting, right? I mean, it's like mm-hmm. if you're going to mm-hmm. fantasize while you're masturbating, like, do you, you know, picture like going to work and your boss is an asshole and like can openers broken? No, because it doesn't work, like, unless there's other elements involved, but like, it's not good, right? So you pick the thing that just your where your body responds, right? And it, in a positive, feeling good way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm a, uh, automatically, what I think when you say those things, I'm like, ooh, that's a fun role play. So my boss is an <laughs> asshole. Maybe I've, that is the feel good. I've broken the can opener and oh God, oh. he's going to kill me. And he's called me to his office. You know? Right? <laughs> but that's just me. That's just me. And perfect example that it's different for everyone, right? It's more on the barometer of like how you're gonna feel. Whatever your body responds. Hey. Hey. Yeah. 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 I think that was like part of like why my parents um, did both of the things, like recalling the, a good thing and a bad thing that happened today, because mm-hmm. it was on along the lines, I think, of like, it's okay. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to cry. Yeah. It's okay to show people and express mm-hmm. express yourself, express these emotions, you know, these unsavory emotions. It's yeah. okay to get mad sometimes. Yeah. You know, every day even. Yeah. yeah. Every day even. Yeah. You have a bad thing that happened every day. Exactly. And it, and it's yeah. how can we learn from it? And, you know, it's what we do with that. That is the yeah. mo- the teachable moment, the learning moment. Right? You know? Yeah. 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 This is, this is actually a really lovely metaphor also for like, to like being in relationship with yourself. And I think that I actually, I just like, I think I just wrote on Instagram today, something about how I am really lucky because my parents were really like, they really showed me I was lovable. And I know that not every child's parents have the capacity to do that. And that's not everybody's experience. So I was really fortunate to be like marinated and given that example of Mm. that I'm accepted, you know, for who I am. And I think that's partially why I'm able to do that for other people as well. Like I just have such an abundance of it that I'm like, oh, like you don't have to do this alone. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like it's, it's, it's really helpful. It does, totally does. But the difference is like, you know, it's not like the love comes from them, right? It's like mm-hmm. the, the self-love has to be in you, but we need that. I think, I forget what I, what I wrote, but it was something about like, like your self-love's a car battery. Like sometimes you need a boost, right? From like someone else who has it to give. I'm reading yeah. it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did I see this post? Let me find it. Yeah. Yeah. 
And like what your parents were doing in that thing, it's like, oh, like you have these feelings. Okay. You have these feelings. Okay. And we're here and we're going to be back again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like when you're doing that with yourself, it's like, oh, I got really angry today. It, there's no story about the days ruined or that you're bad. It, like mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. that happened and this happened. And, and, you know, and then we're back again and, and you're still worthy of love yeah. and you're still a, a beautiful human being like deserving grace and mercy, just like every other human being. And actually, if you just want to be strategic, like loving and accepting yourself is really the only thing that's going to make that easier. Like beating yourself up over having the anger. It, it just doesn't work. Shaming people doesn't work. I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, to a break and we'll be back with lots more self-marriage talk with Danette Relic. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisoplounge.com. Comeasyouare.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at comeasyouare.com. Everybody, welcome back. We have self-marriage mentor, Danette Relic, talking about self-marriage. Um, you have like a class, a workshop coming up, The Art of Self-Marriage. Very Aww. artistic. Thank you. And okay, maybe, maybe let's just start with what, what is self-marriage, Danette? Educate. Uh, <laughs> Educate well, us. Yes. We're um, but a so- vessel. <laughs> We're an open waiting... Beautiful, beautiful. I so I am. What I love about this is that, like, I can tell you what I think self marriage is, Mm. and the the artist and the individual, like, individuality lover in me is like, this is something that we're all creating together right now. Like, I'm not the first person to do it. It it's it's been something I don't know the full I don't know if there's like a full complete history of it, but it's not something completely new and people have been doing this around the world in different ways and just deciding what it is for them. And because unlike other marriages, um it, this is well, it's all made up. <laughs> but <laughs> other marriages they've made up that you need to go to a government official or a sea captain or a priest or something to like officially do it. And with self-marriage there's nothing no one can tell you. If they're trying to tell you you have to do it a certain way, then like you can just tell them to fuck off basically and do it whatever you want because it's about you, right? So I see self-marriage as the commitment, that's the choice to, and I'm going to go with that lifetime, that whole idea of like marriage is forever, mm-hmm, <laughs> which, mm-hmm. you know. So it's the choice, the conscious choice to be in a loving partnership with yourself until death do you part. And the, it's the, the, the thing that makes it different, I think is like the conscious decision and the making it official, because as 
I'm imagining you can relate, probably a lot of the listeners can, and the whole Etch-A-Sketch thing, it's so easy to forget yourself just on the daily. And it's so easy to put yourself on the back burner Yes, and to not make that a priority. And so for me, marriage was the metaphor of like, well, that means it's number one. That means I'm, I'm committed. Um, if I had made some other cute metaphor up about being in, you know, whatever, I could then just keep morphing the metaphor and finding cute new ways to abandon myself. But for me, marriage was just like, no, this is what it is. You're in it. It's a, <laughs> and it's a, a long-term commitment. Every day, yeah. an intentional yeah. choice. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. why and it's with, marriage. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and like marriages, it's the, I had the understanding there, there may be rocky times. Right. There may be times where the marriage is under some stress. But the marriage then serves as this container where even when things are really bad, there's this container to deal with. Like you come back to it and decide what you're doing with that thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like the, you know, the boat you're in or whatever. It's like, you can't just kind of walk away. You have to deal with it somehow. Right. Yeah. In one way or another. And so it was a way of like holding myself accountable mm. and I love metaphor yeah. and play playfulness, but it was really the accountability because yeah, you can love yourself and you know, we talk about that a lot and it's like, but ha- what does that mean? What is that? <laughs> What does that look like? What does it look like in practice? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where do you even start? Like, do you think it's, I think you just mentioned it very briefly, but do you think it's important to start your self marriage, like with some sort of a celebration ceremony moment, you know, (laughs) to, to begin this process? Mm -hmm. This is a good question. So um, for me, I, decided to get engaged based on a horoscope by Rob Bresney. <laughs> so it was just Amazing. random now magazine <laughs> moment in my twenties. Yeah. Um, any shout out to like any Sagittarians who happened to read, read that paper, you know, whatever, because we all were given that instruction at the time. Um, and so I, I started thinking about it, taking it seriously. And I was like, you know, maybe was I still an art student or just out of art college? And I just, I started thinking about it and I made a decision to get engaged on Valentine's Day. And that was a conscious thing that we're like, so that, that what I wanted some kind of official marking of this beginning and then time to plan the actual ceremony, which I did quite quickly uh, in June. And um, I think that now that I've got 20 years of marriage here and I see myself as like when I first, when I got married to myself, I see myself as like a, if I were a couple, I'd be that young couple like really idealistic puppy love. Like we're in our twenties. We think we have it figured out. Like, let's just go to the beach. Like it was totally, like, I really wasn't understanding what the depth, what? Yeah. <laughs> right. About, yeah. So it was cute and it was great. Um, and now I'm looking at it and I'm like, Oh, I didn't really have any guidance. I didn't honestly, I didn't have a computer. I didn't have, I had a, I had a Mickey mouse mm. phone. <laughs> no call display like that was so I didn't really have access to you know uh, an example and um, so the art of self-marriage is basically this it's a it's a year-long engagement program Mm. so the start I think it is important to have something significant where you're making the commitment and that could be an engagement Um, for the people in the program, it will be probably signing up for the program being like, I'm putting my money down. I'm spending a year here with Danette and she's my self-marriage mentor. And the, there's a whole module just on making the commitment, which you think is obvious, but 
there's a lot of ways we think we're making commitments and we're not really. So that's like right at the beginning is that accountability piece, being intentional. There will be like celebrating. But the reason why it's a year is because I was like, yeah, it's really cute to kind of rush into the wedding. But if you want a successful marriage, and some work out that way. But if you want, like, if you're looking for the long haul and you, you know, want this to be sustainable, give yourself the pleasure of a year-long engagement, engagement with yourself. Yeah. Why not? And then by the time, so there are two, um, so every month there's a theme. One month is all about writing and keeping vows, and one month is about ceremony and celebration, but they're at the very end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the idea is that by that time, we have done, and it's funny that you called, you said self-marriage counselor, because it's sort of like how, I'm like, I'm like that marriage course that some churches have where like, you have to go yeah. before you get married, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I'd be guiding you through these things like, you know, unconditional self-love, courtship, romance, and ritual, rising in love as opposed to falling in love. Um, you know, all these kinds of being a source, boundaries, self-trust. So we're like, and it's fun. And, you know, we're spending all this intentional time with ourselves. By the time we get around to writing and keeping vows, they're going to be so much more meaningful because of the time you spent in the engagement. Yeah. And it's going to flow, you know, because you've done that work, you've done the self work and you know, you've planned for this very meaningful event that's coming up, Yeah, you know, spend a whole year planning. Yeah. That whole time you might think that you want a certain kind of wedding ceremony. A Mm -hmm. lot of things that I've seen online anyway are, it's mostly women. It's not always, but it's mostly women, sometimes in groups or sometimes solo, some a lot of times it looks like the wedding that they were gonna have like a, the white dress and the party in the beach or whatever you know mm-hmm. like it but it doesn't have to look anything like that so it's also like because we're going to be working with our creativity all year it's just going to really open up our minds to like what that even means what it could look like and give more ideas because you might come in with these preconceived notions about what it has to be but that's also part of the undoing is like we can take the parts of because marriage is complicated as a concept and institution. So everyone's will be different. You can take the parts that actually you really do love and want, yeah. and you can let go of the parts that you don't and be really clear about that by the time it comes to planning something for you. You'll just know because you know you, right? And what's so cool is like planning a wedding when you don't need any input from another spouse or in-laws like you can do whatever the fuck you want you can eat whatever you want dress however you want it can be a five minute thing or a five day thing right like whatever it is that you want and I think part of the process really is paying attention to your desires paying attention to what you really want and you know you know that like how many if, if we don't spend time with our desires or, or thinking very much about them. It's like, it's, you kind of have to go layer by layer, right? Like, yeah. this is what I think I want in bed. Cause I, I guess that's all what I expected. And it, you know, but you, you can just keep on brushing those down and get to like the real core of like, when you're feeling safe and loved and accepted, what you actually want. Yeah. I love so much of this. I'm, I'm very interested to dissect. First of all, um, the thing you kind of said earlier in that you're like um for self-marriage there kind of is no script right yeah regular Mm -hmm. marriage the you know a heteronormative kind of idea of what marriage monogamous marriage is supposed to be like there's that's something we know what it's supposed to look like even though you can kind of find your own way and do it your own way 
of course, um, with getting married to another person as well, but especially so in this, just we're making it up. And isn't that like a lovely free feeling to literally be able to custom create (laughs) this relationship, this engagement, this like wedding with yourself and spending this time doing it, you know, like, like I love that in an engagement, you know, that's part of getting to know each other usually in an engagement. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like in the same way, it's like, okay, we're spending this year really getting to know yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? And then the other part of this was like you mentioning um, the creative aspect of it. So it's the art of Mm self-marriage and you mentioned the artist can you talk about that a little bit more (laughs) yeah I'd love to so um you know it's like they say like you know fish don't notice like the the water they're swimming in so so much of my experience um of my self-marriage was was in the context of me um having the mindset of an artist because I you know was identifying as an artist and I was just out of art school so I didn't realize that until so much later that that was as more people started talking about self, like there was no talk about it really. And then, you know, obviously this whole self-love wave has come around. Yeah. And then in that, I'm just sort of like, so what is, what can I offer people? Like, how can I really help people? Because now they have a lot of options for self-love, but there was so many different kinds of ways of doing it. And I realized it's like, oh, this artist piece is really important. And I feel like, I, I feel like everyone is creative. And I know that's easy for me to say because I was like the little artist in elementary school. Um, but I just I feel like I was I was just really fortunate because, you know, I drew when I was little, I drew pictures that were representational. And that's what the adults praised. It's just random. I just benefited from all the encouragement, but I wasn't more creative than any of the other kids. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just, oh, your stick person has eyelashes as well. You, you know, you go down this road and it's like, that's so ridiculous. First of all, possibly tell how to funnel these kids all these different ways at that age it's insane yeah and also who are these people these are like people in their early 30s with kids in the suburbs you know like who aren't doing any (laughs) 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 making all these (laughs) they don't know anyway but so it's like you know but i think reconnecting to our creativity whatever that looks like it's it's a power because really what I see, like, I don't know how I, I probably define creativity differently all the time, but it's making something that wasn't there. Mm. And that could be an idea, like creating something, right? Just making, using your, that, that energy that we're just given as creatures of the earth to just think of something, imagine something, move something, move our own bodies, make space, you know, burn something up. Like we can do anything, you know? So, and it's so much of that is not just about art making, but about how we move through the world and what we think is possible. And if you keep on going down that road, it's like, don't we need so much more people, like people confident in creativity and possibility, right? To solve problems and connect with one another and stop being assholes to everyone, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, it's also really soothing. It's like really, rec- like, like last year I ran um, a couple of rounds of this thing called Self Love Coloring Club. And part of it was me with my brain injury. I hadn't come back to facilitating. So I was like, what's a nice, gentle way that I would like to serve, you know, so yeah, so that I can like this, is you know, because if I'm if I just like model self love all the time, it works, right? It's just like, okay, I don't need to 
I don't, who, who needs a self-love mentor who's stressed out and like <laughs> over capacity? Nobody, right? Yeah. So, um, I, so I also draw and I drew all of these like kind of cozy images and self-love images. They went out to the group and we just met for an hour and just colored and chatted and had tea. Like we're all sitting around a table together oh, my and dream. it was so, right? But like, it's so funny. We don't make time. Like all the people in there were like, they could color anytime, but they don't. We don't make time until, you know, unless someone's there with us. And it was like, people started, there were like, I wasn't even like putting the coach hat on here. I'm like, I'm just showing up and coloring. That's all we're doing. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we talked about Dawson's Creek and we talked about whatever, and it was like, fine. But, um, you know, it was like, people started remembering just, just picking a color. Mm -hmm. like just that do I want this green or maybe I want a, a new box of markers or maybe I'll borrow my daughter's markers because those are really cool and I'm you know and just treating yourself to the sensual experience of filling in a shape with another color it's it's deceptively simple mm -hmm. but it's incredibly powerful and we're also bringing it into the body so you know every month with the art of self-marriage there's three sessions there's a study session a studio session and a sanctuary session the study is where we take that, like I said, there's a theme of the month. So, you know, I'm lecturing, we're going over that. There's worksheets, we're doing exercises around the topic. The studio session will be a creative activity that just kind of builds on that. It could just be coloring the words mm -hmm. of, the, of that image or whatever. But it's just allowing that, like, you know, I'm taking this hour, I'm playing around with color, I'm just being in my body quietly um, the information it can't just stay in our heads, right? It has to like drop into the body and see what else it sparks. It was reminding people about creative dreams that they had as a kid that they hadn't reconnected with that now they are just from coloring. Like I didn't think that was, you know, I thought it was just going to be like a cute restorative thing. activity. Um, yeah. But you know, it's, it's so much more powerful than that. And then just to complete. So the sanctuary sessions are basically like open coaching or self-marriage counseling. Mm -hmm. And those they're the only calls that I'm not recording so that it's like you can just come in and whatever's going on in your life, regardless of whether it's on the theme, you've got me as your self-marriage mentor and coach for the whole year. So, wow. you know, a lot of people are dating and trying to navigate like, oh, I made this new commitment to love myself and now I'm dating again. How do I how do I do this differently? I've never prioritized myself before. Yeah, I like I that you brought decisions? this up. Yeah, I, I, I think mm -hmm. I saw this in a in a post of yours that you don't have to choose. It's not one or the other. No, yeah. No, I'm in an open marriage with myself, of course. I was like, what am I doing? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm a polyamorous, <laughs> self-married woman. <laughs> but it, like, and of course you understand, right? It's like, so that's, yeah, my, yeah. that's my primary. And like, if I'm bringing in anyone yes, else... Yes. They have to serve this primary relationship. If it threatens my relationship with myself, it's not a good fit. Yes. That completely changed how I dated. And I still dated people who were threatening, I, as you know, <laughs> you do, it happens. right? You can yes, say all you want does. about the plan. Yeah, you know, it's like, let's open it up. It'll all be great. Okay, no. Um, and that's all part of the learning. Like, I remember actually I had a question, a deal breaker question uh, around alcohol. I decided what they were and I met this guy at a bar and we were the bar and I was like and I was like do you like Halloween at the time this is very important so I'm like do you like Halloween <laughs> again right young love okay this is not one of my criteria anymore but, um and there was a you know like do you drink a lot was one of my questions and I just right. asked him like to his face and to his credit he just looked at me did not break eye contact he kind of twitched and he said yeah 
And then I dated him for like seven years. Still dating the guy. (laughs) But you know know what? I checked in and I'm not making excuses, but there was like, I got that I was making a choice and I was like, there's something here for me to learn. And I did it consciously. I knew that that was a deal breaker. I knew what I was doing at the time. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I don't regret it. I, you know, but the difference was that before the, I had those vows, I would have just been like, oh, I can help him. Like, I just wouldn't have even just, you know, I would have just been (laughs) into some like other old pattern. Yeah, you wouldn't have even considered your own boundaries surrounding No. Yeah. No. Not even thought of that. Not at all. Right. So it's not about being perfect or loving yourself perfectly. In fact, that's why unconditional self-love is is crucial and at the beginning, because if you have conditions around what's this is self-love behavior if I go to the gym and it's not self-love behavior if I call my ex. It's like, then you're not, you're not being a good partner. Totally. To yourself. Right? You got to feel safe to come home, right? Like, Mm. I don't want to be like, oh, I don't love myself or I haven't been good. So I'm just going to ignore this relationship for a while with myself, right? Like, I need to know that like everything I'm doing, I'm like, yeah, honey, I see what you're doing. I see that you're picking this person that's (laughs) like- garbage person? Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) For example, you know, Um, and, uh, you know, and just being like, like, what's going on? What are you doing? Like, what do you, do you feel like there's something to learn here? Like, just if I spoke to myself the way my fantasy partner would, Mm -hmm. with the utmost compassion and curiosity, like, I don't ever have to run from it then. Yeah, and empathy. Yeah, I love that you're mentioning this, because I think um, a lot of, like, if there's toxicity that comes out of this self-love, this recent self-love movement, it's the toxic positivity surrounding this, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can see, you know, people trying to go on a self-love journey and, you know, failing, quote unquote, and coming to the conclusion that, um, you know, that you're not deserving of it because you can't do it and you struggle Mm -hmm. with doing it and um everybody else seems to be doing it (laughs) so easily and Mm -hmm. um I have negative self-talk and I have you know on and on and on like that um and I have self-destructive behavior and all of that so I like that you're bringing this up that you're like no this is like a, a commitment to do better but also an invitation to just be with yourself, yeah. sit with yourself, accept yourself, mm. you know, that, that, that's part of it as well. Again, the thing of sickness and health, yeah. like you mentioned, right. And yeah. what does that truly mean? Yeah. Yeah. And unconditional yeah. self-love. I, I, I love that that was, um, that was the thing that you talked on for a bit. Yeah. Cause it's so true. Yeah. It really is, you know, and that there'll be like, you know, this might all happen in a day, like the ups and the downs, or you might have like years, right? You might go through a, a, like marriages do, right? Like they go through seasons or periods of years where it's rough and then they come back and find each other and, you know, recreate something, right? So it's like, you've got, on one hand, I feel very urgent, like loving urgency around it because I feel like the world would be, my, my dream is that there'd be like a dating site, for people who are only married to themselves so that you love like, that. Yeah. Okay. You know, like just, we're all on the same page. We're all committed to ourselves first. We're, you know, yeah. whatever. And just, just the, the, 
harm reduction you can do by doing this work with yourself i mean one of my new relationship boundaries is like are you going to therapy you have to be you have to have a therapist so that's like very similar i'm like could there be a dating app of people (laughs) that i don't even have to ask that question anymore we all have a therapist yes (laughs) we all have a therapist.com yes yes And then like, oh, where did you two meet? Oh, well, you know, we met on you all have a therapist. (laughs) I love it. I just, you know, Um, and it's not going to be, and it's not about being perfect again, right? I find that like myself, I, I, you know, I have to check this all the time, especially since when I married myself, I didn't know I would ever be a coach. I didn't know, I didn't know anyone would ever find out about it. I had no intention of telling many people about it. So now that it's like, in a public space and now that I'm like helping people and my I'm so happy that my work is here I, I love it I could talk for hours but it also then has to I have to check about am I performing a good like you're talking about you know oh I see other people are doing it right mm-hmm. it's like seeing those like oh couple goals hashtag mm-hmm. and it's like that's yes. not you know and I'm like I I gotta check like am I performing something I want to inspire and tell truth and I also want to have privacy <laughs> boundaries around what I'm sharing <laughs> online and it's like, you know, I just sense like, it's not so much about what I'm posting, but like where I'm posting from in myself. Like, am I, you know, imagine like, yeah, you're in, you're in a relationship, your partner is like an online influencer and they're posting pictures of you like, love my lady at the beach. And like, you know that you guys fought that whole fucking time yes. and you hate that picture, right? Yes. I don't want to do that to myself. So anything that I'm, you know, it's, you know, that's part of the process too, because I'm like, I'm a work wife. <laughs> we work together. Yeah, and we're in the right, public right. eye, right? So there's no end to where this like metaphor can help guide me and anyone, I think, into like, just making basically making better choices, making loving choices, mm-hmm. and going at the pace that feels most loving as well. Like it's not a race. That's why I I finally was like, I just need this program to be a year because I don't. This is not a boot camp situation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this isn't a quick fix, for instance. Like yeah. this isn't like a blog post, self love blog post. These are ten yeah. things, you know you need to do to love yourself again (laughs) that's not this yeah 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 big difference big fucking difference absolutely right it's never like that like any sex tips marriage tips yeah you know you can read all them all of them in the world but like when you're on the couch and you're not talking and you don't know what to say and your face is on fire like just like you know it's just those tips don't help you in those moments right like you have to actually just be living it Yeah, unless you're like taking one and creating an affirmation surrounding it and really doing the work on it. It's like, yeah, yeah. But how many people do that? Danette is one of them, obviously. But (laughs) how many regular non self marriage people do that? Not many, I would venture. And it's it's easy, right? That's why I sort of see like, you know, um, I don't do sit ups, so I don't know why I keep using this metaphor, but. know holding someone's feet right it's like i you know it's like if someone's holding my feet and being like okay you can do it like you do the sit up right you just need someone like lovingly holding you down but it's like with consent and it's in service of of you right so it's like i love this idea of creating this container i'm so curious to know like i've seen what happens with me and i've seen what happens with my one-on-one clients but when you get together with other people too who are also breaking down the stigma still, mm-hmm. even though self-love is a big old hashtag, but it's still like 
there's still a lot of hesitance um, and like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do this, but like, I got to earn it first or there's still lots of conditions out there. Yes. But like to be in a container with other people where we're encouraged to like celebrate ourselves, where we're encouraged to like be good to ourselves and focus that way. And where you've got me like holding you accountable to it, you know, like just like, Hey, there's a celebration you missed. Like, let's do this. You know, it's like, it's so easy. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm doing it every week with my friend on Mondays. If I wasn't emailing her, I, I forget and I don't do it. Right. So having some accountability in a container of someone who can really encourage this other way. And when you give it a year, it's like, you know, there's that phrase that's I've heard a bunch of different ways, but it's like we overestimate what we can do in this short period of time and underestimate what we can do in a year or two years, you know? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. It's like you really don't even know who you're going to be if you had a year where all of your decisions were consciously about like serving yourself, honoring yourself, making things easier, being kinder, um, being more creative, playing. And, and a year to practice all those things. Yeah. So to form, you know, habitually, mm-hmm. you know, do to do all those things beyond yeah. that going forward. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. It's like knowing the thing, clocking the thing, mm-hmm. but then practicing the thing <laughs> is something that a lot of people just forget that part of like, yeah. oh, yeah, I actually have to like practice doing the thing so that I don't have to think about doing the thing. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And then just not like nothing's actually going to be um, changing, you know, surrounding yeah. whatever it is, unless you actually practice, practice, exactly. practice, practice, practice makes you know? perfect. <laughs> it's so and it's it's like it's so easy with, you know, how we use technology right now. And I'm, I do that, too. I'm like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, here's a great infographic about mental health. Save scroll, scroll, save. And I'm like, what am I doing? And then I'm just adding to this stockpile of really inspirational (laughs) material, but like, I'm still hunched over scrolling on my phone. Yes, yes, (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, You know, and I, you know, it's designed to grab our attention that way. So it's like taking, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with any of those things, Yeah. but it's just like, come on over here and like, see what, see what happens when you actually like put this into your life. So if we wanted to come over there and see what actually happens <laughs> when we put this into our life, how can we do that to know? When, where can we find and follow you? What is your website? <laughs> Tell us all the things. I'm sure lots okay. of people listening are now very interested in oh. the art of self-marriage. Good, good. And I'd love to like set up a call with anyone who just wants to talk further about it before applying. Yeah. Uh, the application date is August 31st. That's the deadline for that. We begin September 7th. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've made it easy. Um, theartofselfmarriage.com will take you right to the page with the program. Um, on Instagram and my website, it's Radical Creative Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then the Soft Shoulder Podcast. There's a whole like well of inspirational and self-marriage themed episodes there to listen to can you give me in your soft shoulder podcast voice some sort of takeaway (laughs) well i end i end all of my episodes saying you are someone worth loving it all starts with you aaron i don't say aaron in every podcast (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine (laughs) only aaron's (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I love you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Danette, self-marriage mentor, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Uh, such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to do literally anything with you. <laughs> Folks, if you know where to find and follow me by now, at the ladypim one on Twitter, that's where I'm most active. If you must find me on Instagram, I'm at the Bedpost <laughs> Podcast and at the Lady Pim. We have a Patreon. It's the Bedpost Show. We have a YouTube page. It's also the Bedpost Show. I always like to thank the lovely lady that does all the original music for my pod. Her name is Stephanie Copeland, and you can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. And listeners, thank you so much. We'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here in the studio to talk about sex and sexuality. Danette ends her podcast with that lovely note. I end my podcast with Get Fucked, everybody. Bye! This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.